Hi, and welcome to the Fertility Warriors. Here at Fertility Warriors HQ, we believe in three things, grace, grit, and gratitude. We don't believe you have to be perfect to fall pregnant, but we do believe that you need to place yourself and your well-being at the top of your priority list. I'm your host, Robin Birkin. For some people, trying to conceive is a cakewalk. I was not one of those people. My journey was years in the making and included IUIs, IVF and a miscarriage, as well as many, many tears before we fell pregnant with our first child. Now I'm the author of the book, Screw Infertility, and the founder of a 12-week mind-body fertility program, the Fertility Warrior Intensive. I'm here to help you not only navigate these waters, but to help you feel like a badass in the process. My superpower? Helping Taipei women find calm, confidence and happiness in their journey. I'm a little woo-woo, a lot straight shooter, and I swear like a sailor. Sorry, mom. I've never turned down a bowl of mashed potato, and if you like salt and pepper, mm, I think we'll get along just fine. So hit that subscribe button and tune in for tips, advice, and real talk every week. I promise you, I'm not daggy. Okay, maybe a lot daggy, but subscribe anyway. Enough small talk, let's do this thing. Hi, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Fertility Warriors. If you are new here and this is the first episode that you're listening to, hi, hello, welcome. I'm Robin from sunny Perth in Western Australia. And as you can see, we have more than 130 episodes of this podcast for you to listen to. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you listen to this episode and jump back and hit five-star reviews if you can. But yeah, make sure that you stay in touch. We've actually covered a number of episodes on miscarriage and loss. So I do hope that you'll also download some of the other episodes that we have that cover this topic. If you are a regular person who tunes into the podcast, then welcome back. And I am so happy that I always get to chat with you every week here at the Fertility Warriors. So today we are talking about miscarriage and loss. And I'm saying miscarriage with a big, broad brush stroke. And here's what the first thing that I want to let you know. All loss matters. So it doesn't matter how early your loss was or what it was, whether it was a molar pregnancy or an ectopic or whatever it was. I'm kind of talking about the majority, like pretty much all loss here, even more late-term loss as well. And I'm giving it the name miscarriage. But I wanted to talk today about five things you should know about miscarriage and they're things that you may not know already that I think are really important for us to cover. And sometimes you listen to things like I may have covered it on previous podcasts, etc. But unless you're in that moment, which is what you might be in right now, it almost you can't, you don't you can't hear it or you don't hear those messages until that moment. So that's what we're diving into today is five things you should know about miscarriage. And I'm going to dive right in as I always do. Number 1. Physical recovery is important, but almost no one will tell you what you need to do. It's really interesting. I have a very good friend called Jackie Figueres, and literally that's her handle on Instagram. She's a very good friend. She's a registered nurse and she has all these like acronyms and things like that as part of her title, but she's also a fertility warrior and has experienced a lot of loss herself. She's also 
a fertility coach and she has a program that is coming up called Road, I think it's called Roadmap, Roadmap to Recovery, which is all about recovering from a loss. And one of the things that has stood out to me about that program is that she covers in depth how to physically recover and what that might involve and what that might look like. And the reason why I say this as well is because she had a very personal experience with someone who reached out to her. We'll definitely get Jackie on the podcast in person at some point to talk about this, but nobody talked about it and it was a really different experience to um, one that she had had before. And, you know, sometimes you just don't realize that different experiences are different and that it might be different from one person to the next and that you need to also, you know, allow yourself to physically recover and what that might look like as well. So physical recovery is a thing. Obviously, emotional recovery is a thing as well. And, you know, there's no right way to grieve and we can grieve many times on our fertility journey. And I think that we sometimes don't give ourselves permission to grieve. You know, obviously, if you've had a stillbirth or a late term loss, grieving is a real thing, right? And grieving, especially if you've had a late time, late term loss or even a stillbirth might look like lots of people feeling really concerned at the beginning and then getting to a point where people kind of stop talking about it or following up with you. And you might have times when you're really struggling still quite a bit down the track and needing to still navigate that loss. And here's what I want to say is that you can also have loss like that with earlier losses like miscarriages. And it can really take a lot of grieving to start to feel better. As I say always when I do podcasts about loss is that it looks different to everyone and the timeline is different to everyone. And you need to be confident enough to know that how and how long, which could be forever, you know, how that feels to you and how you deal with that and how you go about that can be really individual to you. And don't let anyone else on the outside, you know, I had a friend who had experienced herself multiple losses who almost treated them like no big thing where I was floored by my pregnancy loss. And it really took me a long time to start to feel like I could do every day after that loss. And, you know, you will hear me talk a lot that that was sort of my breakdown before the breakthrough moment. That was when I was like, oh man, I am not coping with this. I am not coping with my infertility journey as a whole. I am not coping with not conceiving. I'm not coping with IVF. Even though I thought I was being so strong, I was just like sweeping all of the emotions and everything under the rug until I experienced my miscarriage and it just kind of all came flooding forward and I felt like, oh my God, I'm actually not coping and this is really hard and I need some support and I need to go forward for the next step. So physical recovery is a thing. Emotional recovery is a thing. Grief is a thing that you need to deal with. But for some reason, when we experience a loss, it's actually quite hard to, you know, sometimes come by those resources. So keep looking out there. I have my program, the Fertility Warrior Intensive, which obviously deals with a lot of the emotions and grief that we feel when we are going through infertility and loss. But 
it doesn't include the physical stuff. And that's where I guess programs like Jackie's can be really helpful and know that there are lots of people out there who do specialize in miscarriage and loss and the physical recovery of that as well. But it's important. And for some reason, and I don't know why, often doctors won't talk about what that looks like or how you can recover from that and honor yourself. Number two is also related to the number two. And I feel like I say this message over and over and over again to people who are in my programs, people who reach out to me on Instagram. If you have had two losses, please, please, please go out there and get tested. There are, it used to be the standard protocol that if you have, you know, you need to have three losses and then they'll start investigating further as to whether this is a thing. Fertility clinics are now looking at people further once they have experienced two losses. Many clinics will start to do further testing after you've had two losses. Demand it, okay? Because miscarriage, loss, whatever you want to call it, is the worst. It's awful. You do not want to have to go through that again if there is something that is causing that. And what is causing that is beyond your control. Like it's not, you know, which brings me back to my third point, which is you are not to blame. I could say this a thousand times. You are not to blame. You have not done anything wrong. It is not your fault. You did not cause this. If you have experienced a loss, it is something that is wholly out of your hands. There is likely nothing that you could have done differently to have changed the outcome, okay? Please know that there is nothing you could have done differently. It is not, I know that when we experience infertility, we feel like every time we sneeze or jump or touch anything that, oh my God, has this had an impact? I know that it feels like that. The answer though, if you tune into your rational brain is most is always, no, you have not cause this, okay? Barring something completely serious like a serious car crash, none of the little minor things that you do or that are happening in your life will likely cause a miscarriage. The 99.8% of loss is not your fault. It is not prevented. It is nothing that you had control over, okay? And you can experience one loss right? And this is my number four point. Experiencing one loss could mean, it could mean something, but it could also mean absolutely nothing. Okay. Chromosomal abnormalities are unfortunately a regular occurrence. Okay. And whether that is caused by toxins in our environment or whatever it is, as I said, nothing that you could prevent, nothing that you do differently, okay? And I know that we can often think like, what's going on? Like, what have I done wrong? What can I do? It could actually be nothing. It could have been something that this is how it was going to pan out like the whole way and there's nothing that you can do, right? It could be just absolute, like just one of those things that it was chromosomally abnormal and there was it wasn't viable, Okay. But it could also be something, which is why after two losses, right, at least, 
If you have experienced a second loss, please go out there and demand some testing, particularly autoimmune testing. I have this firm belief that so many losses are a result of autoimmune issues, okay? And so don't don't let anyone tell you that you can't have those demand that, okay? Demand that testing, additional testing of yourself to check things like autoimmune issues, okay? And number five, I know that infertility, I know that miscarriage, we always look towards the females, but I want to let you know that up to or even above 50% of miscarriages are related to issues with sperm, not just eggs. And also that your partner or that your sperm donor can also really grieve that loss. Sometimes they're really strong on the outside, but crumbling on the inside. And sometimes it can be really important for you guys to just have that moment of both crying and grieving your loss together without them feeling like they need to be really strong. But also, you know, if you are experiencing loss, don't think that it's just something to do with eggs because it can also be related to sperm. And there is, you know, nothing that is to blame from anyone at all. It is not anyone's fault. It is just a really, it didn't happen for a reason. It's just a really, really shitty experience that you have had to bear. I hope that has been helpful for you. If you have experienced a loss, know that I really am truly so sorry for your loss. We have a number of episodes on this podcast about navigating loss, how to you know, take the steps to navigate the emotional side of loss. Um, we've had Dr. Melinda Lee, a fertility specialist, come onto the podcast and talk with us about it as well. All sorts of different episodes on how you can cope and how you can honor your baby and how you can take the next steps to recover. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in to me this week. And I hope I can catch you next week as well. Bye for now. Okay, warrior, I need to ask you a huge favor. Did you know that the Fertility Warriors podcast comes out every Wednesday? So why not subscribe so that you get notified of future episodes? But also, if you liked this episode, and especially if you're a long-term listener, you would make my day if you would jump into your podcast player and leave me a written review. Seriously, I live for these. But more importantly, they tell the podcast gods that this podcast is helpful so that they can send it out to more people and you can help me help others in the process. I would be ever so grateful for a podcast review. But lastly, Warrior, I need to also let you know, I am not a doctor or a dietitian or a financial advisor. I'm me. And the information in this podcast is for information and inspirational purposes only based on my own experiences. So please don't substitute the information you hear on the Fertility Warriors podcast for professional advice. And know that girl in the world of trying to conceive, there are no guaranteed pregnancy or other outcomes. Please check out my website, robinburkin.com if you would like to read my full terms and conditions.